Dear friends in Christ, after I read these readings of today, I was reflecting about the story of the people of God from the time when they were in Egypt, their journey from Egypt through the wilderness to the promised land. And I reflected on God's promises in the first region of today that he would protect us, he would not destroy the world again with water. Then I thought about the second reading in which St. Peter summarizes and explains the meaning of what happened in the first reading with Noah and the flood. And in the gospel passage of today, Jesus in the desert is tempted by Satan. Temptation that is at three levels, explained better in the gospel of Matthew and Luke. And that temptation of Jesus at three levels, the first was the temptation to be powerful, to experience God's power, that Jesus should show how powerful he is. And Jesus rejected that. He went on the temptation to be spectacular. Jesus should do something, fall from here, and the angels of God will protect you. Jesus rejected that temptation. That to be relevant, you know, I will give you all of this if only you acknowledge or reject God and acknowledge me. Jesus said no to that. And all of this, it drew me to one little book written by Henry Nowen, The Selfless Way of Christ. The Selfless Way of Christ. If you can find that book, you will enjoy it. The Downward Mobility. I will explain a little bit about this. Jesus chose downward mobility so that he can raise us up towards himself and towards God. Downward mobility is that part of spirituality in which we all surrender to the will of Jesus. In humility, we go down with him so that on our knees, our prayers can rise up to God, upward mobility. The world today is not prone to downward mobility because of power, because of relevance, because everybody wants to be spectacular. That is what the world wants from us. That is what the devil wants from us. And that is the reason why the devil wanted to use those temptations to get Jesus. 
We all want to be relevant, right? We all want to be powerful, right? We all want to be spectacular. At my job, I want to stand out. I want to be powerful. I want to be the best. Those are all good stuff. They are all good stuff. But what Jesus wants from us in this regard is to understand that we are all supposed to do it with humility. It's a test of humility. The three temptations of Jesus were temptations for Jesus to show that he is humble. And Jesus showed those temptations. He showed that he is a humble Christ, not prideful. If he wanted pride, he would have taken the whole world. He would have accepted the power offered to him by the devil. The people of God, when they left Egypt and arrived in the wilderness, in Exodus chapter 16, the story is very clear. They were not comfortable being in the wilderness. They wanted always to return to Egypt. Why did you bring us out of Egypt into this deserted place where we have no food to eat? And therefore, if we put the wilderness in the middle, you will realize that the wilderness can either be a place where we find comfort in the Lord, where we find the presence of God, where we find solace and consolation, where we find strength to be with the Lord. Or on the other hand, the wilderness can be for us a place of isolation, a place where temptation grows, a place where we feel that we are unable to survive. How can we make the wilderness a place where God is with us, where God is leading our way to a promised land, where God is with us and is guiding us? The gospel gives us an answer. Repent and believe in the gospel because repentance comes with renewal, regeneration, which St. Peter speaks about in the second reading. Our baptism came with regeneration, renewal, and a call to holiness. What is your own wilderness? Is the wilderness of isolation? Is it the wilderness of despair? Is it the wilderness of addiction? What is that scene in your life that keeps pulling you back to Egypt? You are better off this way. You are better off this way. It makes you like the people of Israel who wanted to go back into slavery. The wilderness was never meant to be a destination. It was a path to 
the promised land. The promised land is where God wants each and every one of us to be, away from all the temptations, away from all the temptations of this world, a place where God is all and all, a place where we all can find peace in, in the Lord. To reach there, dear friends, let us practice during this lens works of charity, of penance, and if you are able to join the prayer groups of this church, join a little group that will help you grow together with each other so that we can all attain that joy of being in the presence of God whenever he calls us. May this be our prayer now and always. Amen.